Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Thursday, March 10th, and this is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life. We are here to try to help you make the next best decision that you can make in your financial journey. And so what that means is sometimes we get caught up in the past. This is not therapy. Although, by the way, I would love to be a therapist. Mark, did you know that I actually wanted to be a therapist at one point? Isn't that funny? Because I wanted that. I love the idea of like, God, you can really make a difference in someone's life, except I came to find out that most therapists actually don't get to tell you what to do. They're supposed to help you get there on your own. And I'm way too impatient for that. I would just be like, oh, just leave the bastard. And that would be it. Like, you know, oh, you can't, you're not ready. Mm, I can't, I have no time for this. This is really boring. You know, so I have found now a profession where I can tell people what to do. and let them go and do it or not do it. I kind of feel like we are like the emergency room doctors. We, you come in, we don't really care why you're coming in. We just patch you up, get you on your feet and get you to the next best place. So that's what we do here. And we do that by answering your financial questions. All you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. Miraculously, a form will pop up ask your question. If you don't want to come on the air with us, then give us lots of detail when you ask your question. If you do want to come on the air with us, then click the box that says you'd be willing to do so. And Mark does everything else. And we work through any technical issues that are going on for you and we'll get you to join us live or live-ish, as I like to say. Today, we've got a very special couple. You may have seen their movie years ago. It's Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise are on the line from Southern California. Ladies, welcome to the Jill and Money Show. How are you? We're great. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. Now, you're not really best friends. You've changed your name to protect the innocent, but you are partners in not just crime, but also in life, correct? Correct. Thelma? Yes. How old are you? Tell me a little bit about what's going on and what brings you to the airwaves. So Thelma, you start. 
Okay, so this is Thelma, and uh, what, what brings us here is um, I'm a retired educator. I'm uh, 55. I uh, retired two years ago due to some health uh, issues. Louise also just retired this year. So we have um, some investments we kind of wanted to run by you to, and Mark to get your input and see if we're on the right track. All right, Louise, you retired this year. How old are you? 55. First of all, you guys are like a little bit younger than I am and you're retired. So, you know, immediately what I'm going to do is make this about me and be like, what the hell are you doing with yourselves all day? Of course, I said that would happen. (laughs) I mean, she's such a narcissist. She's going to make it about her. So um, what are you doing all day long? Well, uh, Louise is is golfing and uh, enjoying her life, and uh, I'm kind of getting caught up on Netflix. And honestly, (laughs) I need to probably do a little bit more. So, (laughs) Um, and of course, um, you know, listening to your uh, podcasts on a daily basis that takes a lot of time up. Right, that's a good fifteen minutes. That's right. That's right. I'm hoping to do some volunteering soon. Oh, that's good. Okay, Louise, are you a good golfer? Oh, I just started, but I'm also doing a little bit of a side, just started a little side hustle as well, uh, doing some of the work I did in my profession, uh, more one-on-one. Okay. So let's talk about at your, you know, you're in your mid fifties. First of all, Thelma, health-wise, you okay now? Yeah, things are, things are better. Thanks. Thanks for asking. So yeah, things are looking up. Great. Tell me how, um, since you're a retired educator, um, do you receive a pension? Yes, um, I get uh, about $4,500 a month. Okay. And Louise, what about you? Any pension? No pension. Okay. You, Louise, you did say you have a side hustle. How much are you making from that approximately? Don't don't go crazy with it. I know you just started. 1000 a month. Okay, that's great. You guys live in a house, in a condo, rent. What do you do? We live in a house, and uh, our mortgage on that house is four hundred sixty thousand, and we have a two point six percent interest rate oh for God. thirty years. And how much uh, is it worth? Uh, the house next door, same kind of floor plan, just sold for about one point two five. Hmm, very nice. You going to stick around in this area? Yes. You've got pension income of forty five hundred. You've got this extra thousand bucks a month. What else are you doing to create income for yourselves? Okay, and this was one of my my big questions for you. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, Joe, I um, have a lot invested in uh, the closed end funds, CEFs, and stocks that pay dividends. So from that, I'm able to generate uh, about thirty one hundred dollars a month in dividends. Hmm, that's good. Yeah. In terms of these assets, what's the total amount in the closed-end funds and the dividend-paying stocks? What's the amount invested in those two? The closed-end funds, it's about 363000 Okay. And the other dividend-paying stocks? The other dividend-paying um, stocks, that's hard to determine because within those, I own like Amazon, Google, but then I own AbbVie, which pays a nice dividend. And Okay. All right. Like but you, so how much money in the whole portfolio that you're drawing from. This is, I imagine, this is a, a taxable account. So how much is yes. in this portfolio? Uh, right now, the taxable account is about $1.35 million. Mm-hmm. And you have retirement accounts as well? Yes. Uh, between um, Louise and I, we have uh, in retirement $2 million, but we can't access that till we're 59 and a half. Understood. Right. Um, and what does the Social Security benefit in the future look like? 
Okay, if Louise takes hers at 70, mm-hmm. she will get 3700 a month. Wow. Okay. And uh, Thelma will only get 435 since she has a pension. All right. I'm just, okay, four, 435 at age 70. Yeah, so about $4,100 at age okay. 70 we'll get. All right. Now, critical question. Yes. How much money do you need to live on? Um, well, uh, don't pass out about uh, $12,000 a month. I'm not passing out. You can't <laughs> scare me. I'm not, I don't scare that easily. Okay. So 12, anything else that's out there? Um, we have, you no know, debt. no, no debt, thankfully. Um, mm-hmm. And in terms of assets, no, we don't have any uh, rentals or anything like okay. that. Okay. And do you guys have kids? And if so, do you have to take care of those kids? Uh, we don't. Uh, we do have a goddaughter that has cerebral palsy. And so we do take care of her two days a, a week. Will you have any sort of economic need to take care of her in the future? Or no. is that the parents are okay? Yeah, the parents are, are okay. So, you know, there won't be any economic need in the future. Okay. Okay. So right now we have an interesting 15 years ahead of us, don't we? Yes, we do. Do you think, Louise, that you will continue to earn this $1,000 a month, you know, for the foreseeable future? Or is it hard to tell? In other words, can I count on that extra $1,000 a month until you're age 70 or should I not? I don't think so. No, probably not. This is just your little bonus right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Parents alive, not alive? Um, Louise's parents are alive. My parents uh, are not. Louise, do your parents have money? Because if so, I'll love them more. Yeah. Not ex- extravagant. There's there's a lot of kids in the family, so <laughs> no big no big inheritance. No, no, but since there are a lot of kids, if something bad happens, it could be spread out among the kids, right? Yeah. Okay. So, what's the game plan? You're just going to keep. I mean, right now it looks to me like you're spending uh, down the taxable account because you're you're collecting the money from the closed end fund and the dividend paying stocks, but that's not covering your nut. So, right. so what are you what, taking out of that? Well, first of all, um, Thelma has two hundred eighty thousand uh, dollars in her Schwab account that we need to kind of figure out how we want to invest that money. Wait a minute, two hundred eighty thousand just in cash. Yes, right now um, she has that in cash in her Charles Schwab. Okay, gotcha. Okay, in in my Fidelity account, um, I have one hundred and sixty thousand in cash. But that's the investment. That's my investment account. Okay, but you have so between you, you've got a bunch of money in cash. So right now, how much cash are you pulling to make up the gap? Well, we have uh, 3500 a month to make up, and we're taking that currently from our savings. Um, uh, we have 46000 in our savings, so we are pretty much good for, we figured, until January of next year. We have enough to cover that. All right, but we still have to come up with forty grand a year, yes. right? So, okay. yeah. so of the four, so I think you should have two years of cash on hand. Okay. okay, that's what we thought. Yes. All right. So two years. So which means that we were where you you actually have between the two of you four hundred thousand dollars in cash. The question really becomes as you put this money to work, you add it. So if you got four hundred in cash, you're going to add it to your portfolio. In addition to your closed end fund and the dividend paying stocks, what else is in that taxable account? Because you're going to add the four hundred to the taxable account, right? 
Well, we we can't. It's included in the taxable already, actually. So the numbers that we gave you. Oh, so of the 1.35, you've got a bunch of cash in there. Yeah, 160 of that 1.35 is in cash. And then um, Thelma's, uh, she can't take out, or Louise, she can't take out until she's uh, 59 and a half. And that's the two hundred. That's the, the two eighty. Okay, now yeah. I got it. So yeah. we can't touch that. Okay, what yeah. do you mean the, with the Schwab account? What is that two hundred eighty grand? Is that a rollover? What is yes. that? It okay. was a rollover. Gotcha. All right. So tell me, beyond the one sixty in cash and the closed end fund and the dividend paying stocks, what else is in this account? A, a lot of uh, Jill large cap. I mean, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Salesforce. just individual stocks. Yes. So I have quite a bit in um, growth stocks, the FANG names, if you will. Yep. Other than that, uh, I have my CEFs in there. But yeah, so stock-wise, I, I have a lot of the, the FANG names. So you don't own any funds and you don't own any bonds, correct? The CEFs, we have 200000 invested in bonds, and that comes from some of our CEFs that are bond funds. Okay. So now we've got like four and a half years to get through. So the next four and a half years, we need to make sure that every single year that you are using the money in this account to finance the gap, right? So we need, let's just call it 40, let's call it 50 grand a year because there's probably going to be taxes that are going to have to eventually be paid. So now we need, of your 1.35, we need five years times 50 or 250 grand is going to just poof, go away. And- Let's even consider that by the time you're 60, you're going to have a million bucks. Let's, um, I'll make it easy like that. Let's use some round numbers. Okay, so now from 60 to 70, what we need to think about is you guys will be able to pull money from this account and you're going to pull somewhere around, as you said, 30. You're, you're going to try to get to 40, but you're going to try to get... Um, you're going to try to reallocate every year. And when you do your rebalancing, you're going to have to take probably some sort of tax hit and you're going to have to free up the money you need. So you always have two years in cash. Yes. That's going to be your game plan. Okay. I mean, I don't have a big problem with the closed end funds, really. It's just that like, depending on what's happening in the marketplace, you could be forced to sell certain things at a time where you might not want to. So you're going to have to be rebalancing with a real critical eye. Okay. And that means you're going to have to be careful. Like this is going to take a little bit more, this is a little bit trickier than the normal decumulation plan. Okay. Okay. Now you have enough money to do this. You really do. Even if you got, even if the entire taxable account were to become depleted before age 70, you still have a pile of money. You're in good shape. So one of the things that you might want to think about is if you have cash in a rollover account, you should get that invested. You can't really take that money right this second anyway. It seems to me you would just sort of follow a diversified portfolio. I wouldn't be a stock picker. I'm not a stock picker. So I'm not going to be able to help you with that. I'm going to tell you that if you just, you know, keep your life simple and you throw some index funds into an account, you're probably going to stay out of trouble. You mentioned that retirement accounts together were $2 million. Is it split equally or is there some slight disparity? It's 800000 for Thelma and one point two for okay. Louise. All right. So, I mean, look, how are you investing that retirement money right now? Are you also playing the stock market with that? Well, you- that, that's the thing. Um, so, for me, um, I have uh, 
the Fidelity Contra Fund, the Fidelity Growth Fund. So entirely, and, you know, thankfully, obviously, it's done very well, but it's very centered in growth. Yep. And then Louise has um, about 150,000 in mutual funds right now. We're thinking we're trying to spread it out between emerging markets, small cap, and maybe value. And but no bonds. You guys don't like bonds. Are you bond? Are you are you bondists? We're you- bondists. Yes, we're bond adverse. Uh, again, the CEFs we have two hundred thousand um, of that is invested in the bond funds. Yeah, but that's just light. I think you should start to get some money, sl- and you don't have to do it immediately because you're not touching this money. You have the money in the taxable account, right? We have cash available. But what I'd like you guys to be thinking about is. You need to have some fixed investment, fixed income investment that's going to start driving some income. And so even if you didn't do a ton, if you, for example, in the Charles Schwab account, there's 280 grand, you could potentially right now, you could say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put 20 grand every month into, you know, a bond fund. And then we're going to put 10 grand into, you know, an international, doesn't have to be emerging stock, calm down with that, because the emerging markets are going to go absolutely haywire right now because of the war in Ukraine. Get into some sort of mode where you decide what your allocation is going to be, dollar cost average into that, and maybe you're going to dollar cost average over the course of the next year or two years, but pick your assets and get that money invested because doing no good for you in cash. And then what I think is important is that as you are looking at expenses and going forward, what, what you cannot afford to do is blow too much money in the next 15 years. Because what is going to be kind of tough for you guys is you have a pile of money, but you spend a lot of money. And it seems like you have all the money you need in the world. I know that. I know that it feels that way. But I want to be clear that for every million dollars you have, you can count on about 35 grand a year. Okay? That's about it. For, you got 3 million bucks by the time you're 60, you know, that's great. That's like a hundred, you know, 90, a hundred grand a year. Perfect. But you know, you have to pay tax on a bunch of that because two thirds of your assets are retirement assets. So we want you to pull that money up, but you got to pay tax on it. And all of a sudden, if you're like, oh, we're not spending 12 grand a month, we're spending 16 grand a month. The money is going to disappear on you. It will happen fast. So these are very critical years. So Three different phases, 55 to 60, right? So that's just, you got to be careful with your taxable account. You're going to have two years of cash always on hand. When you get to be 60, now we're going to start pulling money out, the money, the cash you need, you're going to start pulling out of your retirement accounts because from 60 to 70, you know, we want you to start pulling money out of those accounts, paying the tax that's due and using that to fund your gap between the pension and what your needs are. Then once social security kicks in, you guys are in awesome shape, but that's 15 long years from now. And I hope you have a good time, but not too good a time. Okay. It's an interesting situation because, you know, ideally I would not have had all of this taxable account in individual stocks. You're there because that's what you've chosen to do. And it's probably rewarded you incredibly well. And by the way, being so growth oriented has also rewarded you incredibly well. I just want to make sure we're more careful in the future because we need this money to last you, not just for 15 years, but for probably 30 or 40 years. So I think that's a pretty good game plan. Mark, did I miss anything? 
Oh, geez. Mark wants to know what's why you're spending 12 grand a month. It's her golf. No, Stop it's out of control. That is such baloney. Come on. <laughs> you know, we, we put quite a bit away for travel. We put uh, quite a bit away for taxes, home improvements, um, you know, things like that. We're, we're, we're getting ready to to redo our kitchen. Yeah, we're putting money away years, for so some home improvements. So, but but so you're not saying that you spend twelve thousand dollars a month. You're saying that like I was really wondering like your actual expenses because you're saving money to do projects. Is it fair to say that your actual expenses are more like ten grand a month or nine grand a month? Probably ten, and we do loan a lot of money out, so <laughs> that's a whole other that. conversation. Yeah, but, we're going to yeah. stop doing that. What you, you, we need to stop lending money. Yes, it's just yes. at this point, we just I, again, I just want you to be careful for like five years. I need you to be careful for the next five years for sure, and then after that, we can reassess. Yeah, it's it's probably doing more like ten thousand to, okay. to be honest. Yeah, okay, that's that makes me feel better. Thelma, Louise, ride or die. Thank you so much for being with us and good luck to you guys. Okay. Thank you both for your time. Appreciate it. All right, gang. If you want to know how you can kind of divvy up the next group of years in your retirement planning, how to make your retirement planning more efficient, how to manage assets, whether you're accumulating them or decumulating, which is a word I love to say, Mark, you know that. We would love to hear from you. And it can be about anything, really. It doesn't have to be about retirement. It could be about taxes, big tax planning time. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and we will find your note. And of course, we would love, love, love to have you on the air. Couples on the air is the most fun. So let's do more of that. It's like couples therapy. It's fantastic. Do me a favor. Try to lift someone up today. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 